This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome, one and all, ladies uh, and gentle thems, to Rat Castle. This is a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I'm Dave Cobb, and with me today are Sarah. Hello. Janine. Howdy. And Victoria. Hi there. And of course, our stalwart producer, Nathan. Well, thank you, Dave. Well, it's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, so this is episode two. Look at this. Yeah, We dose. made it past the first one. Episode two. We're doing the thing. Mama, we're doing we made the, it. Doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a lot of great uh, feedback from, from friends online and stuff. Did you guys? Yeah. It's been fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. I even have friends who are not into Disney who are, who are listening, and they're like, maybe I will go to Disney. Awesome. Hey. That's... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll make less power. Our I influence. Had... I had friends like ask about, hey, can we like give you topics to talk about and stuff? So yeah, if yeah. you want to write in for great. sure. Oh yes, please. Yeah, I think I think in a little bit we'll have a a mailbag uh, episode if people have any questions. Excellent. Or so we'll we'll put that out Ooh. in the world. I think that's an awesome idea. All right, uh, well, let's get started, shall we? Um, let's start. Uh, in the realm of theme parks. Uh, Victoria, why don't you get us started? I'm going to be honest. I forgot this was even a thing that was happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure many of us did. But apparently there's going to be two new additions to Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios. The first one is going to be Jesse's Trading Post. And the story behind that is it's going to be a little playset that's tucked in the attic, which makes no sense to me because we're in Andy's backyard. <laughs> but I didn't write this. Um <laughs> And he's bringing it downstairs to set up shots. So it's going to have like cool toys and souvenirs handpicked, especially by Jesse. And then we're going to have Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant. And it's going to be a fun family friendly experience. And you're going to have barbecue surrounded by a kaleidoscope of toys and games and play sets that Andy has put together in his one of a kind rodeo. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, all I hear, all I hear is shade. Finally, <laughs> finally, yeah, finally, yeah. and the good, the good kind of shade, not like yeah. the good kind shade. of shade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have to admit, if you look at the Roundup Rodeo, I almost said Radio, the Roundup Radio uh, Barbecue. Uh, I'm going to just start calling this place Cardboard Cafe because there is not a thing in here. They love doing i lay love toy story because toy story is like we just get another it's decal and so slap cheap. it on a wall <laughs> and we say that it's andy's crappy sticker uh and we're done uh and look there's some aspects of this i think are cute and i think if it resembles a little bit like the um uh the cue for uh toy story mania mm -hmm. i think you know that's that's actually fairly good um yeah but the concept art it's hard to look at it and kind of go like oh man this is just gonna this is gonna be one decal after the other but nathan the children look happy so <laughs> well happy. in the art they look happy in real world they're going to be cranky and need a nap yeah. so uh <laughs> i have an honest question though about the toy store universe do toys eat oh that's a, that's a good question no they I don't, don't. Think they do why, i've never seen it I mean, no, obviously, why wouldn't they, though? This is like, a cable knit I mean, sweater that will quickly unravel. Same with cars. Like, do yeah, you go to the bath. Why are there restrooms in Cars Land? Like, don't you want to know? You yeah. just don't want to go there. Um, My mind is getting blown. Okay. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Mm. and it's like, oh, well, that's a biological process. Speaking Ooh. is a biological Speaking process. Like, which, that's air. That's respiration. Do they have lungs? Like, yeah, right, right. So. <laughs> Pixar, tell us. <laughs> well, I feel like they wouldn't eat because there are, there are like toys that are also like food. So it's like wait, wait, like you eat toys? No, I'm saying like there are toys that are food. There are toys that are like like when you get like the little kitchen sets, like there are like oh sure food, yeah. mm -hmm. like right. they're food toys. So like right. it'd be like cannibalism. So they just put it up against their mouth 
like because it's plastic. Just go, <laughs> yeah. Yum. They just they just like rub it all over themselves. <laughs> Nutrients like by osmosis. It's it's like yeah. a splosh video. They're just kind of like you know. Ooh. Oh no! And not every not every toy is the same either. So you got rubber toys, and you got oh no, no not those kind of not rubber on toys. this podcast. And then, uh, actually, I think it is on this podcast. And then. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is the only podcast that you could say that. Yeah, that's Danny's um, mom's uh, room. So the, the but you have rubber one. Now I'm all way off. Uh, cardboard. You've got rubber. I don't think they all eat the same thing. That's saying that like all toys are the same. But I think this is what like Andy or Bonnie. Who the hell knows whose like yard this is, is it, anymore? Is it at is it at humans? No, the restaurant's at Toy Scale, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, so it's like um, a fake Andy's restaurant. It's Andy's. It's Andy's yard with Bonnie's toys somehow. May, yeah, and maybe maybe Andy and Bonnie are are setting up a barbecue for the toys, like you're having a tea party. Okay, yeah, all right. But well, why I, is a college boy playing? I was just thinking that's what that was thinking. Does not yeah, need like, to be playing with a toddler. I'm sorry. He's home on college break. He's there to helping his little yeah. sister. You know, come on. Doesn't he have better things to do? I mean, his sister's <laughs> got to be like shade. in her late. Tween, like right? <laughs> she's a tween now for sure. She's a tween, but the shade is at least the shade. I think Victoria makes at, a good point. At least, yeah. <laughs> what was was the was the thought process to not putting shade like no tree cover because you're small? Yes, it was, because, it's called budget cuts. Well, it's budget, <laughs> but it's also like there's nothing that would work at scale. Where yeah, it would look correct. It seems really oh. hard to to try to put to scale. Well, yeah. I don't know because I spent a little bit of time in that exact same theme park, shrunk down by another adventure playing around <laughs> small, <laughs> and I had shade. So right. yeah, there I, was I. I, I missed that playground. Yeah, but that that was an area <sighs> this big though. Like That's to true. cover that whole land with shade structure. Ooh. Can I but go you, on a tangent? Yes, please. Disney got rid of like all of its good playgrounds except for Dumbo. I have really fond memories of my son being a baby in the Honey, I Shrunk set and like kids playing with him and carrying him around through the, the jungle gyms. And like, there's nothing. You forgot about the boneyard, open though. And free play the, like that. The boneyard's great at it's Animal so Kingdom. It's small, though. Well, that's true. It is small. But it's yeah. two sides. It's pretty big on one side, right? With all the slides. It's just very structured, which may be, maybe like a. Uh, ADA compliance, mm, like they got yeah. rid of like the nets that you climb up and everything's just like go up steps and then go down the slide. And the, the Honey I Shrunk playset was like way more open ended and yeah. based on like exploration and imagination, whereas Boneyard's like go up the stairs, go down the slide. Did any of you grow up with Discovery Zone? Was that just a Midwest yes. thing? No, no, that was in New oh Jersey. My gosh. I, I had a that was here. Friend. Yeah, just yeah, say Andy has a Discovery there. Zone. That'd be good. I'll take that. Discovery Zone right? playset. Yes. Dave's looking at me like he had something to do with Discovery Zone and he hates no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I I just remember researching them in the 90s because mm -hmm. I was working on like FEC, FEC's uh, Family Entertainment Centers, for those in the, not in the industry now. Um, and it's really creepy as an adult designer <laughs> having to go to those things. Like, yeah. We'd always like call the manager... We call them right. We'd either borrow somebody, somebody at work would we'd borrow their kid, right? Or or we'd like call the manager ahead of time and be like, Here's the deal. I'm researching for my son's birthday and he's not gonna be with me. Can you show me around? You know what I mean? Like Oh uh, do you guys remember that Disney had a version of it though that was only in California. There was one of them. It was called Club Disney. Oh, I didn't that know. Was about that was only in California? There's only one of I them. I thought it was in Chicago. No, that's Disney else? Quest. That that's Disney oh. Quest. That's different. there was a Disney Quest in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For like a hot wow. minute, there was supposed to be four or five, and it was all ahead, too ahead of its time and very expensive. Nowadays, game development is cheaper. It costs too much money to develop content for it. Blah blah blah. There's lots of reasons, yeah. but um, but but Club Disney was a was basically a membership based thing like Discovery Zone, where you could drop your kids off, and it was like Disney. Disney play school, D Disney like like uh... like daycare. Yeah, yeah, it was like Disney daycare. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, look it up. There's very few pictures because it's from that weird moment in the '90s when there's nothing digital that nobody took any photos. You know, was um... it like a Disney Chuck E. Cheese, or was that like the Disney Quest? 
Disney, Disney, Disney Quest was closer to Disney Chuck E. Cheese, but it also had some sort of big tech attractions in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was closer to like, um, it had its Chuck E. Cheese element because there was food service and stuff, but and you'd have birthdays and things there. That's where the crossover goes. Right. But there mm-hmm. actually was surprisingly not a lot of like do in it. It was environment and then there was like crafts and there was maybe. Oh, wow. It really was like daycare. Yeah, very mm-hmm. much so. A little, uh, I, again, I only saw it once, and it was with a, a team full of people that we were pretending to be a family uh, <laughs> planning a birthday party. So, because you can't tell them, oh, I work for a design company. We're coming in to study your designs. Like, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, we'll take it all the way back because when you're talking about this, it just reminds me that all I ever wanted when I was a child was a pizza planet, and they never mm-hmm. made one, ever. What is that? It's from Toy Story. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. What? What is the logic? The <laughs> no, demand is so it. great. I don't know. Because you just feel like, oh, we'll make this Woody's Roundup barbecue thing a a Pizza Planet toy set, and you're golden, you know? Yeah. 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 They made it know. extra complicated for no reason, as they do many things. You... The trading post is going to be in the what I call the children's hospital, right? Like, because that's the... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> When you left it, because it's at the end of the, it's the, it's the end of uh, Toy Story Mania, right? Like it's part of that portion. So that little yes. gift shop that they created that looks like a children's hospital. Um, I think it's that's supposed sparse. to be part of that. Yeah, it was white and sparse. It looked terrible. Yeah. But I don't think it had much to go with. Let's move on. Victoria, what else you got for us? So um, Disneyland Paris has recently begun dropping promotions for their 30th anniversary. Um, they have put out a amazing video of yeah. all the Fab Five in their costumes, including Clarice. Yeah. And Pluto gets a nice little vest. He don't get the collar. He's not fully naked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that made me very happy. Um <laughs> so they put out all their food offerings their merchandise looks bomb there's like this is iridescent color similar to disney world's 50th but more it's like more holographic vibrant. yeah more like, it's holographic. like neon hollow i yeah. am obsessed with it it's I really beautiful it. minis very and well clarice's done. dresses in my size did you see the uh the brouhaha about um minis oh. outfit so oh, the min- i was they made it that now it's it's like Stella McCartney, I think, designed it like a big time fashion yeah. person, and yes. it's it, it's fine. I don't love the color, but it, it's cute. But people are freaking out like Minnie's never worn pants, and it's like <laughs> it takes one Google search to find like yeah. in the eighties she wore like slouchy little jeans with a little hoodie. There's the hipster Minnie where she's wearing like pegged khakis. There's on the cruise ship where she's wearing white pants. Like women wear pants. We just want pockets. That's all we want. That's all we want is pockets. <laughs> the next great journey but it's like, that we have to go on it seems like as i the best comment i saw on twitter was somebody said it's a really bad week for guys who like jerking off the cartoon characters because- <laughs> like literally because like i don't know if you saw how candace owens and also like what's oh, Carlson, oh, and like yeah. that whole thing like for it to get to that level well it started at that ridiculous. level let's not kid right. ourselves yeah, it is not exactly. when you said people are talking about it, i'm like no no they're like, not they're talking about it yeah, and yeah. they're yeah. so loud that we all it's have the to same like thing with like the m&m the green m&m oh yeah i was yeah. so confused yeah. about that rant because i was like she compared it to bacon being 30 dollars, and i was like first off who's buying just one strip of bacon even at ihop they give you two where right. are you buying your bacon from and what it does literally Disney makes have no sense I was it's, like, it's manufactured outrage. It's a tempest in a teapot. Those people are it's idiots. It's just hot words that they can throw out <laughs> that get people upset. Yeah. They're just like throwing things out and right. whatever gets like the focus group the most riled up. Part of this Paris merch, do we know if they're going to have a little um, Michael Eisner plush that when you squeeze him, he'll have a puberty problem in the middle of like saying his French like he did at opening? Do you remember that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, math and all. Je déclare Euro Disney officiellement ouvert. No, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and Frank I, Wells I want standing the, back oh and going, God. "I'm not sure about this." I I still have a I still have a T-shirt that says Euro Disney on. Oh Ooh. yeah, Ooh, true vintage. Was it last year they brought back Euro Disney merch at Paris? I think so yeah, oh, yeah that was so true. cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I and I got to dig it up. I don't fit into it anymore because I was like, you know, this big around before. Um, but it's like it looks like a Benetton shirt, like it's all color blocked, and it's that '90s like purple and red and yellow kind of. It's it's yeah. I want to turn it into a pillow. I think basically, if, if it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> so the question I was going to ask: so with the promo for Disneyland Paris's anniversary, mm-hmm. do we think it's doing better? Yes. Disney Anything's better Dang, than okay. the fiftieth. The fiftieth <laughs> yeah. was a wet fart. What are you talking about? This is the worst. <laughs> My question is, when is our field trip? Yeah, when is our field trip? Paris, <laughs> Disneyland Paris. Oh, let Let's me go. tell you, I looked up flights yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, today, today for me. Yeah, well, I've never been. Who's I been need to, to Disneyland go. Paris? I'm not. Paris. I'm thinking it's just Dave. I have. Oh, Victoria, no, you have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay, cool. So we've got a pretty good crew. <laughs> wow. I don't, I, it's, it's so rare that you meet anyone who's actually yeah. been there was a discussion on on twitter about that the other day somebody questioned you know how many people have actually gone to all of them and i'm spoiled because working in the industry i have yeah. but um mm, yeah. you know there's a lot of people there's most people don't right i um, only know of one sole person that's gone to all of them and they did it all in one trip holy what wow that's yep. insane i did i did it in less than a year and i thought that was an accomplishment but one trip from from May 2016 to March 2017, I did every Disney park, including the water parks. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. And it was mo- more of a dare. It was like I, there were two of them <laughs> were vacation. Tokyo was a personal trip as a vacation. So you know, so all the, the, the parks there. But then like business trip in Orlando for IAPA, right. I went, oh, I'm, I took a bunch of, I always take clients when I go to IAPA and we go into all the parks and they, I was working for a water park client. So we went. And then um, a, another client calls up and says, hey, Shanghai Disney just opened. We should go look and we're going to pay for it. So it was a total boondoggle, right? Where the client <laughs> pays. And we went and I'm and I was like, I have to go to Hong Kong while I'm here. Yeah. And then the following spring, some friends in the UK were like, hey, you should fly out and do Paris with them. I'm like, I got to do it to check it off. Of course, Disneyland is local to me, so I did those already. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I this is all humble brag, but it's like so few people do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially to do it without like making it a, an intentional thing, which is it's more unique in that sense that you just happened kind of. <laughs> I casually stopped Oh, you by. know, you know, no, NBD, no big deal. My yacht was passing, so I thought, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the thing. Everybody's like, you must be rich. I'm like, I live in a two-bedroom apartment, folks. The the yeah. industry is not the movie industry. Like, I don't make movie money in this job. Trust well, me. let's not kid ourselves too, because like going to Tokyo, in theory, going to Tokyo is cheaper than going to Disney World, so it's not. Can I tell you how much it was to go to Disneyland Paris in May? For like a decent hotel, it was only $1,300 hotel and tickets. Wow. I was five days. We were supposed to go in September and it was like the cheapest part of the trip. Like once you overcome the flight. Now, if you want a flight tip, I'll give you a flight tip. But (laughs) What's that flight tip? Oh, um, oh, okay. So there's this website I use called Airfordable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of bigger now, but yeah, just put in your flight, put in payments. Nathan, I think you 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 have something for us, do you not? Um, I do. Let's talk a little bit about. I don't really care about what I'm actually talking about, but I care about what's in it. So, <laughs> there's a new cavalcade coming to the Magic Kingdom. It's called the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. That's the whole name. Disney Adventure Friends Caval. You know what? If this was the '90s, it would be Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. Right? There'd be a comma there because Disney Adventure was a magazine. Um, oh, and yeah. that that would actually be a thing. But Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade is Scrabble. That's nothing. Um, <laughs> Disney Adventure Friends Magic Gathering. Cavalcade Tasmic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's coming February 11th, and there's all sorts of. This is actually a pretty big cavalcade of characters, including newbies, uh, such as. Let's see. This is the first time Miguel from Coco is going to be. Yes. Um, here at all right because we had his represent he had people singing his songs at epcot but there's been no um character so cool um this will be his first but if you see the photos that have been released for this cavalcade you will notice that woody looks a little bit i can't really tell about jesse because it's a far photo it's big and wide but woody is the entire new remodel that they did for Hong Kong, I believe, 
and has slowly dripped through park to park and is finally making it. I think this is going to be new Woody's um, U.S. debut, I believe. So if you look at um, this Woody, Woody has always looked super weird to me and blocky, and they haven't changed his design since like 95, literally. Um, the new design is really pretty. The, the head cast feels more natural. Um, it's a much thinner look. You can compare it. If you look online, anybody, and you just Google um, uh, Woody Oh, yeah, he had like costume. no neck. Yeah, he had no neck. It was like super really... strange. Like a big yeah. old chin. Um, Buzz looks even worse, but they redid Buzz too, but Buzz is, of course, not in this parade. But what I love about this is that we're finally, finally getting the new uh, looking Woody, which means at least hopefully soon that'll be the kind of the, I don't know, normal vibe for places like Toy Story Land and anytime uh, Woody shows up. So brand spanking new Woody. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say spanking and Woody in the same sentence. So, um, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's actually I love all the care when they do those character redesigns. And what I found out is that a lot of it has to do with a years of character use. They sort of know what wear and tear is. Right. Yeah. And they know what works mm -hmm. and what and structural things, but also just advances in materials like. Yes. You know, at, at when when certain materials become available uh, uh, from from industry and trickle down into entertainment, they're like, oh, we can use this new lighter, thinner carbon fiber or whatever, you know. Yep. Um, and so that's always exciting. Yeah. And I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it, one of my favorite channels, a good dude uh, on the Disney YouTubes is Disney Dan. And Disney yeah. Dan has a whole video on Aww. the evolution of Woody costumes in Disney parks and Buzz. And he covers the... Um, uh, Woody costume change, and he does such a good job. I love Disney that. Dan. He's so yes. cool. He's a sweetheart. I love his. I love his content. He's great. yes, so good. So check out Hi, his Dan. video. It's wonderful. Hi Dan. Hi Hopefully. Dan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Janine, I think you have something for us, correct? Something yes. very exciting that I'm very excited about too. I am also extremely excited about, despite the fact that he shares a name with my ex-husband. Kevin is back <laughs> at the Animal Kingdom. Well, it's a she. She named Kevin. I know. So that separates a little bit from your ex-husband. Yeah, it's fine. And also, like, my cousin's dog is named Kevin. Like, there's enough. It's fine. There's a lot there's, of Kevin's It's fine. There. But Kevin is back, and she's beautiful. And I think that she run by the same team who are the puppeteers who are behind the, like, Arctic critters oh, yeah, that were the, there. The, this, yeah, I think it is. They, I think it's the same It would crew. make sense. Those They are amazing. The Those amount are, of life. Yeah. Oh, it's my the God, best my, Christmas my, thing. Period. It was Disney the World. best. I yeah. think my son spent an hour milling yeah. about having to get pictures of every single one. I they were just so alive. I am so yeah. excited that Kevin <laughs> is back. And I can we talk about like how Disney does the, the sort of like immersive character meet and greets where they're just present and they're there and there's not really like a line. They're just like hanging yeah. out. Like nobody yeah. does that like Disney does. And I'm so glad it's back. Yeah, I love. I I mean, just the fact that he wanders around and squawks at you, and and, yes. and, if, oh and if you talk, God. and if you and if if you talk at her, she'll talk back to you. You're like, hey, Kevin, and she's like, Wah! you know. Now it's... I think she's stuck. She's stuck behind a fence right now. We can't, oh, we, okay. Yeah. She's okay. still distant. I'll, I'll but... still. I'll still. Yeah. I'm still happy about it. It's but... still good. I think still these stand. Yeah. still stand. I, I hate to say it, but I think one of the best things that came out of COVID changes has been this sort of milling about of characters because they're not stuck in lines. I yeah. really like that. It's been I beautiful. enjoy it. Yeah. I find a similar, and I, I, people will hate this. I think it's controversial. The loss of the um, parades. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that it's more organic with the cavalcades. There's not like these impassable blockades of people for hours a day. <laughs> it's just like organic and fun. And you never know where you're going to see them. And it, it just keeps things really fresh and exciting. I am with you. I am. I am of that hot take that um, the era of giant parades, especially at the castle parks, is kind of done because they're not built for it anymore. The crowds mm -hmm. are so much bigger, and it's yeah. like they're miserable when there's a parade going on. In yeah. a new, in a newer park, sometimes when you have parks like you know they had a parade, little tiny parades for a while in Animal Kingdom, and 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 uh, even uh, um, uh, Epcot, you know the Tapestry Nations, right, is mm -hmm. enormous and it works there but it's like man just it the, i love them and i love the art form of parades but it's so hard to do them well it's anymore. so hard to reconcile because they are beautiful and it's such a delight and i love all the performers yeah and you yeah. know but 
it's it makes the experience really challenging i think yeah. it's going to be really interesting when festival of fantasy returns and see how they manage that yeah because that's coming up like that's yeah what, two weeks from now yeah, yeah. no it's yeah. march 9th right i can't hear the words festival of fantasy in like normal speaking tone it takes pains like it's it's the song version of it <laughs> is th- this is a east coast thing i've never heard of it the, oh, oh festival of fantasy it's, like period yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just our parade. Yeah, it's just our parade. Oh, oh, okay. All right, I'm, 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 I'm behind on all the parade names. Or as, as we call it, the, the couple times a day that the uh, old princess float from the '90s comes back out and and shows that it will never the die. The mirror float. Yeah, it'll be here forever. <laughs> Speaking is, of reusing, oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say, okay. I, I feel like we got off uh, of the Kevin topic a little bit, but Kevin is like, oh yeah. Well, I love Animal Kingdom, and Kevin's literally one of the best things that. Animal Kingdom when he when oh, she's out yeah. Roman. I like, never actually period. got to see her before oh. somehow. I always and so that's why I'm I'm just I'm so excited. I, I know it's a puppet, but you can't believe it when you see it. It's so no. good. No. It's no. like magical. No. Yeah. Yeah, you look smile. her right in the eye. You look her right in the eye yeah. and talk at her and you're like, that is a living cartoon in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Dave, go yeah. ahead. Talk, so talk, tell us a little bit about Magic Key Lounge. That's what you want to. Magic Key Lounge. No, it's fine. Uh, Magic Key Lounge. Now, Magic Key Lounge has already been in in operation for a while. I actually went back in like November or December. And what it is, it's the second floor of the the winery, which the what used to be mm. the Mondavi Winery in California Adventure, and it's kind of been shut down for years because they never had the the the. Um, the, the need for it at that restaurant to have all that space. And for a while it was party space and used for special events or rentals. And now um, they use it as like a perk, probably because of the difficulty of actually getting into the park like you used to on the Magic Keys. <laughs> um, they're like looking for opportunities to, 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 give, to give you perks. And so they've created this little lounge upstairs that they're calling like, you know, the Club 33 for Magic Key holders. It's not quite that because it's, it's, it is, you can see into it from, uh, from the park. But we went um, and it was great. It was actually the perfect little respite um, and, and it's t- small nibbles, small plate, drink cocktails, and then like a view. And you can see basically from the wharf to the, to the, to the, um, the, uh, the Pixar pal around. And it's, uh, so it's this beautiful view of the park. It's very relaxing. The one thing though, is like, I lucked out on the reservation. It's going to be reservation based mm-hmm. like everything else. So yes, it's a great amenity and it's going to be gone every freaking weekend. <laughs> Don't worry. A lightning lane will show up for it very soon. Well, sure. Oh, 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 I'm sure. So, but it is, it is in good hands. Kim Irvine is the art director and she's yeah. lovely. And, and, and they're kind of giving it this California Hacienda. They're leaning into that California Hacienda style with like terracotta and colorful tiles and, and, you know, saddle blankets and things. So it's, it's it's uh it's it's like there were bits and pieces of it when we went in November. It wasn't quite. It looked like they had done a little bit of work, but evidently this is like they're going in at night and it's still open during the day. But they're going in at night uh, during the renovation. It's supposed to open in the spring with sort of all new decor, and I I can't wait because it is Ooh. a wonderful spot. Um, and it's it's exactly what that park excels at, which is relaxing space with cocktails like that and the patio. <laughs> it is that that and and it's our Epcot right like that yeah. and. That mm-hmm. and the um, Avengers Campus, the the Pim's Lab is like that's the best oh, hangout. Pim's Lab. It's the best. Pim's it's Lab the, is so good. It's so the best. Good. The best hangout. The best hangout in the park. I mean, yeah, the cocktails are pre-made and they're twenty dollars, but who cares? They're served in a scientific beaker. <laughs> so, um, um, so yeah, the the Magic Key Lounge. I'm I commend them for doing stuff like this for the much beleaguered Magic Key program. <laughs> So I went also like when it first opened and yeah. for me, it was nice and all, but it felt like it was, maybe it was just my personal experience. I felt very rushed. Like they want to really? get in as much people as possible. I think it was maybe because that's when it first opened. Oh. Like a lot of magic mm. like key holders were excited and like obviously magic key holders whenever they see something that's for them, they want to go there. But um, for me, I felt like it was very like rushed and huh. I felt like the food was like, okay like i didn't think it was like that amazing like it didn't feel like a magic key thing to me does that right. make sense right and the, yeah the food was fine 
Yeah. Um, what, what we appreciated was that it's just away from the crowd and, and fairly yeah. quiet. But yeah. I think mm. the only reason they let us stick around is because we're lushes and we just kept ordering booze. <laughs> so <laughs> m- maybe that's the key to staying longer in the Magic Key Terrace is just drink up. No, literally, as soon as we got our drinks, like they were like, okay, and here's like the check. And we we're like, oh, okay. Wow. Oh, dude. Oh, it was. It felt like they were just trying to get people out as quick as as much as possible. Just they like, ogled you. Out. We call it the verb is ogled. Yeah, you got they totally ogled you. But I loved right, well, the breeze and everything up there. It was super nice because it was like a really hot day. I'm look. I'm looking forward to hearing from listeners what their experiences are and whether this is another yeah. total total failure on terms of reservations <laughs> and availability. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to our uh, Mickled and Dimed segment. This is where we look at the financial proclivities of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, Nathan, you have something to uh, rant about for us? Let her rip. So um, generally this uh, topic section, Mickled and Dime, will be about things that they're upcharging or surcharging or whatever, and we think, oh, is this really worth it? This is a little bit different than that because this is about the Bob's uh, Dose Bobs being big old greedy bitches. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to read this. this is from uh, WDW News Today. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek saw a pay increase in 2021 that more than doubled his 2020 compensation, according to Deadline and new SEC filings. As is often the case with executives, his compensation wasn't entirely salary. Salar- salary. There I could say the word. Um, because, of course, you know, most of the time, uh, they get this stuff in weird stock options and, and stuff that doesn't sound like real money, but it, it still pays for cars. Um, and then let's see here. Uh, what else happened? Uh, one primary reason Chapek saw an increase was due to the restoration of his bonuses, which he did not take in 2020. Remember when both uh, the Bobs were like, hey, we know times are tough and we just fired 40 plus percent of our work staff. We're not going to have our bonuses. Well, guess what? Everything is back to normal. Every cast member is certainly not living uh, paycheck to paycheck or some aren't certainly living in their cars. So we're good to go. Um, we're going to give our bonuses back to ourselves. Um, Bob Iger also took home a whopping $45.9 million which actually excludes a stock grant Iger collected at the end of his contract. When it comes down to it, let's see here, Iger's base salary remained at $3 million, meaning the rest came from bonuses and other compensation. Um, what's funny about that is, if I remember correctly, let me look at the source here again. Um, yeah, the actual uh, this actually puts both these guys kind of on the lower end of media company CEOs. So you know they are they're not making much. These poor guys. Um, <laughs> the CEO oh. C- CFO doubled her salary, um, and so did general counsel because lawyer, and then. Uh, the communications chief, who, yeah, has been doing such a great job with communications, clearly. Everyone's very pleased with the communications coming out of Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> Not only doubled, she went from $7.6 million she- to sixteen point seven. So she got more than a bargain for, and 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 on the lo- and on the low end compared to other executives. I mean, welcome to capitalism, right? Like, yeah, it's we can complain about Disney doing this, but it's like, mm, yeah, this is just business as usual in late stage capitalism yeah this is uh this is the it's it's not the whole disease it's just a symptom for sure absolutely what, has anyone uh, totaled like what they're paying in executive pay probably it's just a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot but i feel like i can't even picture that amount like yeah yeah what do you do with that per year per Target. year per yeah. year every year that's happening what are you supposed to do with that Oh, I could think of plenty of things to do with that. <laughs> well, one of them just b- sold a house, didn't they? Uh, sure. JPEG sold his house, I believe. Uh, really? It was on Zillow or something, and it was the lamest yeah. looking house I've ever seen. Like, <gasps> like you could see yeah. his like dad room, and it had like his guitars and stuff. And you're like, man, the worst thing in the world would have to be Bob JPEG sitting you down and being like, "Let me play a little tune for you. Let me just play a little." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Creepy. I think it's fucked up because like this is coming in after like all of the union like things that were happening over the past couple of months and how they were they were literally like nickel and diming the unions and saying like oh we can't give you a dollar more like what about the business and here they are like giving millions of dollars tens of millions of dollars to the CEOs. I think we're probably in the hundreds between all of them it's hundreds of millions if even if all of those executives put like a 
took like a 0.5% off of those millions of their salary. That yeah. would increase the, the, the quality of life for every employee in the Disney yeah. company like tenfold. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like you wouldn't have to move, not not that they care about this reasoning, but it's almost like you wouldn't have to move all of Imagineering to Florida if you could pay for that. But then again, that wasn't the reason they moved them in the first place. Yeah, um, right. Right. But, you know, this, this, wait, what was the reason they just wanted to kick people out? Basically, it, I mean, they wanted to yeah, they wanted to, they wanted a clean house. So yeah. and lose and lose decades of um, institutional knowledge to Universal. Um, I had, <laughs> <laughs> they're all at Universal. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who were laid <laughs> off. And I mean, that's like, you know, the, the people who, who retired the, mm. in the year or two leading up to it. That was come on. That yeah. was not voluntary that was yeah. heavily suggested by the yeah. company right yeah. and they got golden parachutes so it doesn't matter but like yeah it was in a, it was cleaning house specifically and, about joe Rody, right yeah, yeah well that's one but there's three or oh, four that was more one of them yeah yeah oh, there's a couple wow. of big ones but i think but, joe like, Rody was tired of the bullshit too <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> he's uh, like i've i've made a beautiful park i'm done <laughs> I, I, I have the the distinct honor of sitting next to him on the TEA awards committee every mm. year, and dude, that he's just that kind of guy that when he starts talking, you're like, tell yeah. me more. Like he's <laughs> he's so charming and funny and so erudite and so amazingly well read. So good for him. Get the hell yeah. out. You know, yeah. he's got stuff um, to go. Like he could go travel. I mean, he literally travels the world. It's like he's, he's not missing. You know anything. what he's do? You know what he's doing now? Uh, he's the Virgin Airlines. He's doing uh, Virgin uh, Space Line. No, no, yeah. what was Virgin, it? Vir yeah, Space Galactic. What? Virgin Galactic. Yeah. He is heading up the guest experience side of what going on a Virgin Galactic flight will be. So take that. I, I don't, I've never, ta I haven't talked to him about it, but think about his desire for, you know, anthropological realism and, and, and weight and heft. To a story and the fact that we are now humans reaching the stars can you just imagine yeah. the kind of guest experience he's going to create for that like oh my goodness are you suggesting that joe roadie is helping theme a star cruiser is that what you're suggesting ah. Here? Ah. possibly ah. a better star cruiser yeah can I just be honest though? I can't get out of my head this idea of Bob Chapek playing a guitar for me. And yeah, I, it's a nightmare. Because isn't it? thank you for putting that in my head because you know it's Nickelback, right? It's yeah. it's a <laughs> look at this photograph. If you're lucky, every time I do it, it makes me laugh. It's yeah. If you're lucky, you'll probably try to be soft and play like Paul Simon, and that'll be worse. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> that's just that's just playing in his head all day. So. <laughs> Nothing new there. He's memorized that. Have y'all seen what we got for the 50th? A good chunk of that money could have gone into a quality 50th anniversary for the guests. And yeah. what do we get? Painted signs with the fake outrage. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird thing. I didn't see a lot of people like getting upset at it. Like they're just like, oh, well, they're supposed to make that much money. But then they get upset over purple signs. Yeah. It's just, those, it just weird. Right. The logic, those, the, like I get it, the nostalgia people have for those traffic signs that are being changed. But like for me, let, it's let, not the change. I just don't like that specific. I don't. Just, I just don't think it's vibrant enough. Oh, the, the new ones. Okay, that's the new fair. Ones, yeah. and, and that's that's fair. That's fair. Like that's fair. Just, just the, the thing to know. Like the, again, just throwing out my professional opinion here mm -hmm. the originals were designed by a very 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 prominent graphic designer named deborah sussman yeah she was from the eames office in the 50s and 60s and she what she's known for most is like the 84 olympics in la which was this very graphic oh. cool vibrant right and so i was steeped in that as a kid so her work is like very very much part of my psyche there were three or four big store chains here in southern california that used her graphics zodies and standard shoes and all these things so she's very She's very well known amongst designers, and I loved those signs because of that. But it's also like they're very 90s. That is extremely yeah. 90s palette, which is the tertiary or, or secondary colors across the, the the purple and yellow and the purple and mm -hmm. red. Like it's very textbook 90s. <laughs> so I get that. But I do agree with you, Janine. Actually, I, I, I saw the new ones and I went, they're pretty. They're very executive. Looks like an airport. It just like, looks like generic branding. It doesn't look... Yeah. unique like it doesn't stand out in any way it's like just go with regular street signs at that point well the and the, and the problem is is everything is 90s now like everyone's wearing like 90s <laughs> is back that's in. true that's 90s true. is in <laughs> yeah so yeah 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 uh it's wayfinding. There's going to be a million yeah. opinions. They got they got to be mad about something. Shall we move <laughs> on to uh shall we move on to film and TV? Yeah, so um we have a couple stories for film and TV. Um but we're going to start off with um the Ant-Man and the Wasp actress Evangeline Lilly. Oh. Um yeah, so she traveled to DC over the weekend um, for an anti-vax mandates rally. She posted it on Instagram, claiming that she's in support of bodily sovereignty. So from the size, I think we can get a consensus of like what you guys are thinking. Um, the the ranting and raving about bodily sovereignty in light of people that got a ton of vaccines when they were born. Yeah. And for their job or school, probably had to get vaccinated somehow or to I travel to another country. Comment like, I'm not vaccinating my kid without his consent. And I'm like, every childhood vaccine was given to your kid without their consent. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it's that's just the whole, that's the way it works. That's what now remember, she also several months ago was bebopping around doing her own thing and was like, well, I'm not going to stay inside. And her dad, who she lives with, has cancer. cancer yeah and Jesus Christ. Like, what? she's just like basically she, like throwing knives around the house uh hoping she doesn't hit her dad <laughs> oh every my day gosh. and she's a total hypocrite because i bet you she has it because there's no way she's working on marvel stuff like quantum mania right and that's the thing that pisses me off the most that they ne- they don't answer whether or not they got it because they think the choice is more important yeah and it's like mm-hmm. i want to strangle you isn't there i read somewhere also that before she got lost uh, i mean the, the tv show not not spirit <laughs> um, she, just uh, could, she could get lost but yeah, she can get lost she can get oh, lost again for us all I, I care um before that evidently she was like very close to becoming like a preacher or a pastor of some sort oh really oh, i mean the name gosh. says it all the name really? <laughs> yeah. but i saw this one tweet that was saying it's funny how her and Letitia Wright are both supposed to be considered like smart characters in the MCU. <laughs> and like, they're literally the dumbest ones that are just like walking around. Oh. It makes it like, I'm not sense. a doctor, but I play one on TV. So now I'm qualified yeah. to yeah. be yeah. a yeah. doctor. She, she, she did her research, I guess. That's uh, She did her <laughs> oh, own goodness. research. Yeah, she I know. did her own research. What's your research, Fox News? The same yeah. people that know Face- Face- Vaccine Research pants. Laboratory with yeah, double blind for- studies. Yeah. Facebook, that was her research, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you can protest the mandates for political reasons, but you're doing harm scientifically to, to people. Like, it's just, yeah. you could like, the uh, you know, if you want to say it's unfortunate that we need these mandates because we should all have this choice, but it's the right thing to do. So everybody should do it. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Do you guys anyway. think that she'll be like recast? No. 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 If Letitia Wright is still in Black Panther, this. no. Letitia yeah. Wright has, has created chaos no, on back. that set. She's and, back. And, yeah, she's back no. now. She, Mina, she got her little boo-boo shot because she wasn't <laughs> trying to lose that Marvel check. Yeah, yeah. It's just embarrassing. It's so embarrassing to be doing to be doing all that. Yeah, well, they better hold on to those residuals because I can guarantee you both these actresses have, have made a name for themselves in the industry um at this point and yeah. people mm. will be more wary to hide they're both not big names mm. i don't yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not right. they're not draws yeah not so, really uh yeah. lily's gonna get like a cbs procedural probably and that'll be it <laughs> and she'll do just fine but that's exactly kind of it'll like be her an, vibe. it'll be an anti-vaxxer character procedural yeah. it'll be it'll be researching bad science basically but like someone said oh, like well they're yeah, gonna lose true. her in the quantum realm and that's it because she's gonna disappear and i was like i don't even remember that character's name like i don't like it's not like the wasp is the thing i care about and i know it's yeah. a it's a thing to some people but yeah yeah it's not fine. for me they better they better watch it yeah so the next thing that we have is disney responding to peter uh peter dinklage's uh criticisms over the live action snow white so he basically praised disney for hiring a latina which is rachel uh zegler for snow white but he criticized the negative like stereotypes that the dwarves have Mm. um and basically like he was essentially saying how could you be so progressive to have snow white be a latina actress but you're not progressive enough to like rethink the seven dwarves um disney came back and they claimed that it's taking a different approach don't know what that is they said Um, magical creatures is what i heard recently yeah 
Really? Yeah. That's yeah. what I heard too. But they are consulting. They're saying that they're consulting people from the dwarfism community. So like, but not Peter Dinklage. But not him. So like, I don't <laughs> but know not how they can like do magical creatures and then like do dwarfism. Like it kind of seems mm. off to me. My hot take yeah. is that I think they were already going that direction. Like, how does Peter yeah. Dinklage know how which direction they were going in the movie anyway? I think. Mm. I mean, not that he's wrong, but did he just pick it as a target because he heard the movie was being made? Like, I. Maybe I'm being too, like, uh, uh, rose-colored glasses here, but with all the steps they've made for inclusion with Disney, mm -hmm. I think it would have made sense to start the discussion with, well, we can't have little people, we can't have dwarves, so let's just make them magical and, and, and residents of the forest. And, I, I, I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm all for having that discussion, but I fully think that they were already going down that road and yeah. this just confirms what does that it. look like though like how are they dwarves but my not guess dwarves? is it's dobby yeah, that's my question too like dobby you know dobby's not a well but we all cried when dobby died too so um uh sorry right, spoiler right. alert spoiler alert um oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah, several would, years now <laughs> i would say it's like they're gonna have you know uh, you know they're gonna have animalistic features or sprite and fairy-ish figures mm. there's plenty of ways to go when you look at at um look at all the the little people that have been and dwarves and who have been in movies but under layers and layers and layers of makeup you know mm -hmm. it's it's it, it it you're not saying they're human you're, you're just saying they're magical creatures that are small so but i thought well, that was part that of the complaint yeah i feel like that's a little problematic though because it's yeah. like already there isn't enough dwarf uh dwarf in like of the dwarfism community like representation in film as them just like being regular people right. so then to come in and say that these are going to be magical creatures it kind of takes away the humanity of them it, it's like almost that's worse what, yeah it kind of yeah. rubs me the wrong yeah, place though. i, I feel like they really couldn't have one i don't think there's a yeah. way to win this one no like, it's, either it's, way yeah yeah I, i'm i'm in the middle about it because i think yeah. you could make magical creatures work but i'm with you like and i can't speak for the yeah. the dwarf community but but and i never would but i would love to have that conversation that you're suggesting which is like would it wouldn't it be okay to have a cast of seven little people and dwarves uh, uh, who, to represent the, the 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 compassion and empathy that these characters have for Snow White, right? right? Yeah. Well, and and give them wives. Who cares? Like, make, give them a fleshed right. out life, and they have a village. Yeah. Make it like a community. It's yeah. like yeah. a village. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I and again, I don't like. I completely understand where Dinklage is coming from in the sense that like yeah I'm sure I, he has heard enough Snow White jokes in his life from assholes to I'm sure bring when something like this comes up being like are you serious like this again like but at the same time there is that thing of there's enough variations of the original Grimm's fairy tale and there's enough uh the problem Disney has of course per always is they became the canon the American canon version of an ancient fairy tale. And right. so the expectations going into the Disney version is certain things. Yeah. Whereas really they're not, I mean, they don't have to, they can do whatever they want with the story and people go, well, that's yeah. not Snow White. And it's like, no yeah. dummy, it is Snow White. It's just yeah, like, right. you know, the Scandinavian version or the, yeah. I don't know, the, yeah. there's a lot of France or Italy. Like there's a lot of variations. <laughs> so like I, it's, it's a hard road to take and i'm glad i'm not the one that has to make these choices yeah that's yeah. a tough that's a tough one it, it really why is the though. bobs get paid so much oh sure <laughs> <laughs> they get paid so much they do so little but i i just think that like i'm glad that they are consulting people in the dwarfism and little people community i think that it's important to make sure that we are getting their input just so that the film yeah. can represent them in a, in a good light yeah. and i think that he uh peter jinklage did bring up a valid criticism and a valid point just so that like we can't half-ass like progressive um things that we want to do in the company so i i, I get especially when it's cheap from. and easy and like doesn't exactly. step on any real toes like people yeah, are going right, to be pissed that snow right. white is brown That's yeah but disney doesn't care about these live action remakes them. anyway they're a cheap buck and then they don't do anything with them after they're made there's very yeah. little representation in the theme parks or in merch after these things are done they're yeah. they're just easy grabs so yeah. um this is going to come and go and we, we'll probably be shocked how much we're talking about it now <laughs> yeah, later right. on yeah. probably... this will probably be the beginning and the end of it do you guys remember snow I mean, white they got some bangers <laughs> Yeah, they got so. some bangers. I, I mean, the... Cinderella was great. 
Sure. That was the Cinderella's great. Peace Dragon first. was my favorite one. I yeah. saw it like ten, like eight times in the theater. It made me cry. If you haven't seen it, it's amazing. And that's a movie that was not super awesome in its original no. form, and you can do something with it. And they that's made it better. Like, yeah. exactly. That's why and I'm like, remake Flubber again. Like, I love Flubber. I <laughs> loved Absent-Minded Professor. Oh, my God. I loved, you know, uh, the um, – oh, what are the old Kurt Russell movies? Um, uh, computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah, computer wore tennis oh, shoes. Nice, yeah. now you don't. Dexter Riley. But like, there's plenty of stuff. Disney Disney is well known for making crappy bad movies for like three or four decades uh, that yeah. weren't animated. So there's plenty of material that you can reuse for live action. I don't know why they they're about out when it comes. Now they're doing Aristocats <laughs> as well. You know what would be great if they remade Babes in Toyland? Like, yeah, just for that's Christmas great. Or something like that. It'd be cute. It'd be real that's cute. Great. Or if they brought us Percy Jackson in the Olympians. Oh, like, oh nice transition you. there, Nathan. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so Percy Jackson finally gets the green light for a Disney Plus series. And what's exciting about this one, because if, if you guys have seen the Percy Jackson movies that were um, in 2010 and 2014, I believe it was, um, we finally get Rick Warden uh, to be writing the pilot. And he's going to be yeah. very involved, especially because, as we know, the, the movies were awful they're yeah. very awful especially because like i read the books growing up so mm. to have to go mm -hmm. see those movies it was awful for like this feels time. like right this i feel like percy jackson was right after i stopped reading ya because like <laughs> it like just when the was that? I have no like, connection. when was that published i have no connection as well early aughts early aughts i think okay right? yeah. yeah yeah i was still reading them I grew up as a, as a massive, massive, you know, Greek and Roman mythology nerd. And, and so I read them only because of that to see, hey, what's the take? And I only read the first one. And it's fun. It's like, it's, yeah. I get why it's popular, but that movie was terrible. It was, all, it was horrible. Like, I, I, I feel like what the movie what was really bad about it was the fact that Rick Royden, even himself, was just saying, like, you guys are not following the books, like, at yeah. all. Yeah. The fact that he condemned it and was like, this is like not anything from the source right. material. You guys like have all of the source material that you can do so much and with. And you use none of that it. Then. And like they would so use weird. a little bit and it just like, they would mess it up at the same time. So. And that's that that's that that Disney Plus money say Disney going what's this IP we have over here at 20th Century Fox that's popular and not being used well. Hey, Disney Plus, yeah. perfect, you know. And also is very thematic. If this thing gets yeah. very popular, yeah. this is a very thematic thing. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, they could they could they could use that kind of mythic vibe in a park for sure. Yeah, yeah. I thought they yeah. were going to do that with um Kingdom Keepers. Have we heard anything about oh. that? Those uh, are fun. John Favreau is he doing that as well? I thought he was. That's, that's what, what I heard. heard. Last heard, yeah. yeah. That that's man's got heard. like he's got his finger in so many Disney Plus pies. I don't know, but I'm sure it's still going. Why not? Those are great. Those are a lot of fun if you haven't read them. They're really fun. So uh, back to some theme parks. We have a couple little pieces of theme park news. First one was a a strange little tweet from uh, Universal Orlando's uh, uh, social media today that just very very vaguely said 2025. And everyone, of course, pounced on that and said, oh, it must be uh, the opening date for uh, Epic Universe. And so my I don't know if this happened, but my speculation is what always happens, which is that it was mentioned on an investor call or something. Yeah, I think so. And somebody wasn't supposed to. And then it got out. So they're like, well, now marketing has to scramble. So let's make it a an, an unknown secret. Right. Um, but their, their social media was on it because the, the, somebody, it said summer 2025 and the best response was somebody said Tron opening question mark and universal's response was asterisk 2072. <laughs> <laughs> like shade, the shade of it all. You oh, need, this awesome. is where, this is where Nathan, we need that soundboard where you put yes. the little shade sound from RuPaul that, da, 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 you know? Anyway. My nine-year-old is like convinced that that's never gonna open. Every time he goes, he's like, "Is it? Is it time yet? When is it gonna be time?" And it's like, mm -hmm. I mean, at this point, I'm ready to get a hard hat and a hammer and go there. My day, so, like, <laughs> when did God. they even start construction for it? Like 2019. So yeah, it's been a but they while. stopped. But they stopped a lot during 2020 that like the, the yeah. site shut down before they could figure out how to do COVID compliance. So I, I get it, you know, and then a lot of it is also um, a sh a parts and supply shipment. But yeah. we're uh, and I'm like the biggest Tron fan in the world, by the way, like I'm a Tron nerd. I had both arcade <laughs> machines in my house for a long time. So oh, wow. I am I am chomping at the bit for that thing because it's great. I went on in Shanghai. It's an am it's amazing. Aww. But but yeah, I'm like, oh, come on, just open already. 
like how we've talked about Tron when we when, when it's Epic Universe that's opened in 2025. Yeah, that's right. the oh, more interesting. That's the interesting thing. Whoever's okay. running their Twitter is a genius. They're oh, amazing. Yeah. Universal's so Twitter yeah. is so yeah. on it. They're and, so and, quick. And it's so on brand with Universal. Universal's always yeah. been, we're not Disney, we ain't Disney, right? Yeah. Yep. And and yet they it's this very fine line because they're never rude, right? They're never they're like rude. Yeah. Sure, but they've been called. Miss, a, they've been called on it occasionally, yes. But for the most part, I think they balance this this snark really, really, really yeah. well. It's just shady. It's like it's yeah. all in good fun, though. It doesn't yeah. ever come yeah, off as like Disney malicious. Yeah, I remember Disney tried it one time. Uh, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know. It was a mess. Yeah. I, oh no, best, people were pissed. The best analogy yeah. I can think of is Universal's Ferris Bueller, while Disney is the principal. Like it, like <laughs> Disney or Disney just can't like. It would be weird if Disney tried to be cool. They're like a like a status thing, and like they they have a a presentation to hold. And Universal's always been like, we're Bart Simpson on our skateboard, like yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> so uh, so we're excited for Epic Universe twenty twenty five. That's still a couple of years away, so we'll yeah. have a lot of stuff to talk about as it evolves. But it's good to know there's an opening date. Yeah. Um, Janine, take us home. We got one more th- one more theme park thing to talk about. I this uh, again. I'm. I have such good topics. Um, I get to talk about the Studio Ghibli opening. It's been finally announced. I have to admit that I thought this day would never come. I kind of, like, there was so much talk for years about, like, this storied Studio Ghibli theme park that I kind of assumed was just, like, fan art and, like, fan theories. But it's actually happening. It's opening in Japan this year. Can I, can I, 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 I'm not, I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. <laughs> but, but can I give start. you? A, can I give a really strange little reality check here? Okay, yeah. so okay, the term theme park in Asia, okay. especially in Japan, but also in in China, sometimes literally means those two words. A yeah. park, okay, it's a park that you can enter. Right. Okay. And so my assumption, I think it's going to be beautiful. The the concept art looks amazing and I love the Ghibli films. So yes, I I will very much enjoy going. But I think it's going to be primarily environments, shopping, food and maybe uh, maybe some shows, maybe some live entertainment. Maybe. I don't think there's going to be any rides at all. I I will I don't think wow. so. I will put a dollar down now and bet you money, knowing how many theme parks I've been through around Asia which are basically exploring a theme for a day out to take photos. I will bet a dollar right now that there are no rides. It's yeah. too soon too. Like I feel like it's so quick from the announcement to the actual right. opening. Like That's how could really they have point. a whole like yeah? Because when I saw mm. that, I was like, no way! It's a whole theme park. How could you even have like an, a theme park just based on all that? Yeah. Now, having said that, if I don't, if I can't go and sit on a cat bus, I'm I'm gonna cut somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, what's like, the point? I'll put a dollar down just to pre-order my seat for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of thinking about it, and I almost feel like it's fine because we all just want to be in that world. Yes. And a ride yes. does take you out of the world because you're yeah. always aware mm. you're on a ride. And if there's yeah. no blatant, here's a cue for the the ride that you strap in, uh, like yeah. it feels a little bit more immersive. So I'm kind of into that. If it has some sort of magical interactive moments and unexpected things yeah. to discover, and I'll be that's fine. Like that's yeah. Yeah. half of the charm of a park like Efteling, which is very sort of Ghibli esque. Totally is, mm. is is that it's not the rides, it's the environment and the fun little interactives and the weird stuff. So yeah. I'm all for yeah. it. Though I will say there's a there's always been a desire and a, and a hope for me that that when Disney was the sole distributor of Ghibli films. Uh, I think it's Studio K now, or I can't remember who's doing it now. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers has the license now? Yep. Uh, that thing bounces around all the time. Um, yeah. But I it's on really, all of our HBO Max. I really was – oh, that explains it. I was really hoping that Disney would form a very good bond because they have a – the artists at Pixar, interestingly, have a very good yeah. bond um, mm-hmm. with Ghibli and, and oh, have yeah. done like – they did these interesting um, statues that rotate and it looks like animation because it, it flickers really fast. Yeah. Oh, that's and Ghibli fun. did one and so Pixar did one uh, kind of uh, as a memory of that. And there's Is this camaraderie. The and yep. yeah. And yeah. I really oh. wanted I really wanted some sort of Ghibli ride in Japan at Epcot because I thought that was the place <laughs> for it. And I knew there would never happen. There's not enough space and there's a thousand other reasons. But just to get on a – I just want to get on a cat bus. I just yes. want a nice, slow, Navi River Journey-esque, yes. like, yes. Chill yes. 
ride. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. Totoro. That's all I want. I know there's a lot of other great, but I just want Totoro. I want a big, fat, furry uh, animatronic Totoro. <laughs> I want to. I want to lay on a Totoro and just yeah, and feel yes. it breathing and, and it's just, hug it's just it. the, yeah. the breaths of the Totoro, and you just that's the ride. Yes. And guess so, what? That would still be built before Tron would be done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. This thus ends another rousing episode with the motley crew of Ratcastle. Uh, thank you so much, uh, gentle thems and uh, ladies and gentle thems. Uh, I appreciate everybody's input today, and thanks you all for listening. Uh, once again, Ratcastle is produced by Nathan Hartman. Please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. Tell all your friends. Tweet us. Spread us around. We're easy. Uh, you can check out our website at ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com. And now it is time for all of you riders aboard Ratcastle. Please grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>